Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and creatures in between. Uh, welcome to episode two of our podcast, Matt and Maddie. I am Matt, uh, and my, next to me, my co-host, Maddie, or we can you can call me Maddie, or you can call him Matt, either or. Um, tonight, we're going to delve into, um, I'd say, the kings of thrash metal, Metallica, and we're really going to go into uh, Kill 'Em All, their first album that came out in 1983, and really talk about that and go through uh, each track of uh, one through ten. Um, but first and foremost, uh, how you doing, Maddie? I'm good. I'm good. We're back. We are. Episode two. It is episode two. It is. Did you say that already? No, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's our second episode. Yeah, it is our second episode, and uh, we're very thrilled to be here doing this again. Like I said, it's our passion. Right, yeah, Maddie? Definitely. Definitely. Um, but first and foremost, before we get into the whole Metallica thing and uh, kill them all, sure. I really want to talk about just like some things going on in the world of music. Music uh, news. Yes, music news. Yeah. And uh, I would say I want to talk about the Grammys were on last night. Now, yes. the Grammys were on last night, and I don't watch the you No, know, I do not watch the Grammys. I think the Grammys suck. But the reason why I want to talk about it, Maddie, is because we know last year we lost Eddie Van Halen. Right. He was, what, 67? 66, I think. Around there? Yeah. Yeah. Just this, yeah, back, what, October? Yeah, last October. Right. So this um, would be the first Grammys. Yeah, with, since, yeah, right. with him as his passing. Right, and they do right. how they do that memoriam thing of all the deaths in the music industry, whether it's producers, mixers, engineers, artists, obviously. The death reel. Yeah, the death reel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the morbid death reel. Roar, the yeah. death reel. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, on a serious note, seriously, yeah. um, they did a uh, so the memoriam thing, and they yeah. did a 15-second memoriam tribute to Eddie Van Halen what they did was they put a guitar mm. on an empty stage and they showed a clip of Eddie Van Halen like 1986 of the, on the European tour and it was an amazing clip okay but that was it yeah and my problem with that is you have one of the pioneers in rock and roll history in the guitar world right. that paved way for so many guitarists now yeah granted he came after like the Hendrixes the Richie Blackmores but he is easily in the top five of all time definitely and he was so innovative, wouldn't you think? Absolutely. So why the fuck did he not get a tribute? Like, right. why don't you bring Buckethead right. or Slash or anybody just that would come out there and do something for the man? Do you think they were uh, targeting the audience? Who m- probably most people watching the Grammys at this point probably don't even care about Eddie Van Halen. Do you think? And that's a cool, yeah. well, uh, that's yeah. exactly what it is. I guess that's it would my, have to and, be, yeah. And that's my problem right. is that the Grammys are very political and they're very right. biased. right. And I don't watch the Grammys for that reason. And if I do watch the Grammys, it's on clips on YouTube of, my, of the bands I'm interested in seeing or a performance of an artist right. of some sort. And um, I got to say, I am basically what I'm saying, I fucking hate the Grammys. <laughs> the Grammys suck. In the words of Eddie Trunk, who right. tweeted out today, today, hashtag fuck the Grammys. <laughs> I, I, I really uh, yeah. <laughs> telling you. I mean, they've been irrelevant for years, I think, the Grammys. Yeah. This and is it, just like the death knell for the Grammys. Yeah, it is the death knell. Because and I don't think any new people into new music really care about, right, about the Grammys? Doesn't no, like, I, I don't. I don't. don't. Yeah, we're in a weird state anyway. It's just the fact that it's, I, I get it. Yeah. Rock and roll is like, if you talk about like, Rock and roll and metal, hard rock, whatever. Yeah. It's always on the back burner where you got, it's mm. always about pop, the top 40, like the new country star, the new hip hop artist, R&B. It's all they care about. Right. Metall- like, like, especially back in like 89 when Metallica lost to Jethro Tull. <laughs> I was just going to bring that stupid. up. stupid. That's when I checked out. No. <laughs> 
they lost it. No, but they even panned to Jethro Tull, and Jethro Tull was like shocked what? beyond belief. Yeah, yeah. And that's my point. And that's and that's yeah, my right. perfect example is that the Grammys suck. They do. Metallica deserved that for one, and then Justice for All album. I think they didn't they correct it the year after, and they got something. They gave him something the year after, but it was, yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah it was, it was too late. Great, it was one of the greatest metal albums of all time. It was, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I was only five years old, right? Yeah. yeah I was born in 84, okay. well, five years old when that came out. Yeah. But the same, I, you know, just looking back at it now, it's like, it just goes to show you even years ago, the Grammys were all fucked up and yeah. being biased and political and... Irrelevant. And very, yeah, it's irrelevant. irrelevant. So yeah. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I just feel like the Grammys... Don't do, I, honestly, I, the Grammys do nothing for me, and they don't care about real rock and roll. No, they don't, and that pisses me off. So, so uh, that's why I boycott it and I don't watch it. What was the? Was it his guitar on stage? It was. Or I was believe it, it was his like, guitar. Okay, on the stand. Oh, okay, and in the background was a video, a fifteen-second clip of him playing a solo in the European tour, in like eighty-six or eighty-seven. A, I wonder why they picked that. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah don't get me yeah. wrong. I've seen yeah, it before, but it, it was absolutely amazing. But like. The fact that they did nothing, like not even like bring out, like I said, Buckethead or a Slash or something of that, you know, right. talent to at least honor him. To yeah, it's like it's just so petty. It it's is so yeah. it's so disrespectful right. to such a pioneer in right. that in that field. Right, kind and it just goes to show you that they have no fucking respect. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I like, agree. No respect. They gave him short shrift. It seems yeah, like. they should have yeah. given him. Should have given him more. I mean, have some respect for the dead people. I know. Now, did they do a whole uh, death? Did they do? Did they do a montage of death? Yeah, it's of the montage people? of death. Yeah, before montage, that, I called the montage of morbidity. <laughs> well, at least they ended with Eddie. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, was it wasn't it? ended. Oh, it it was like in the middle. Oh, okay. That's oh, my point. See, I didn't watch. That's any even of lack it. of respect. Right. Right. Yeah, like I said, I didn't watch it, people. Yeah. I just saw it on YouTube today. Oh. Okay. And I saw that okay. like a lot of people in the rock world came out and t- uh, tweeted about it. Like you know, obviously Eddie Trunk, uh, uh, Chris Jericho from Fozzie, who that band sucks by the way. Um, oh, uh, Vernon Reed from Living Color. Yep, yep. He's a good guitar player. Is, yeah. You know, respect yeah. to him. He came out and said the same. You know, so many people. Gary Sharon. Oh, okay. Who so once sang for Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. He came out and said it was very disrespectful. Oh, okay. Lack of respect. Oh, so this for, was a common sentiment. Oh my God, this yeah. was this was. In the, I read this all over the internet. All of the, the rock the world interwebs. was in shock. Yeah. And utter uh, an utter dismay on what happened. Have they? Uh, did they say anything back? The Grammys? Did they officially? I have, honestly don't know. No, I don't, who knows? I who mean, cares? at this point, I could care less. Right. I just want to. I just wanted to get off my chest, and I feel like that'd be a good starting point for tonight. Yeah. Okay. You feel better. I feel a little bit better. You feel a little wound yeah, up, though, right? Yeah, I'm wound up, but yeah. I'm feeling better. I got that off my chest. I yeah. think I can sleep a little bit better tonight. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I, I think th- I think it's no surprise that the Grammys wouldn't give uh, their the due that someone's deserved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's but honestly, it's just it's yeah, it's shocking, but it doesn't shock. No, me. it doesn't. It goes no. to show you how. Bad think, they are. I think that should put an end to the Grammys completely. Yeah, they, they should just yeah. get rid of it completely. Because who's watching it anyway? I yeah. don't even think. Yeah, like, the even with COVID, must, I mean, yeah. I know people are starving to watch some things with COVID. People are inside at home more than ever. Right. I get it, but right. it's like. But even there when, wasn't. Ugh. Yeah, but I don't think ugh. there were even any live. I'd, ever, I'd rather watch the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> the dogs playing football before the, the Super Bowl. That, That's the, way better than that the shit. The halftime show. Yeah. Gross. Absolutely disgusted. I'm so disgusted. But you know what? Moving on. Who, wait, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who else did? So you didn't see? Did, who else died this year? Do we in the music? Uh, honestly, like I said, I didn't. Yeah. Spot, okay. I, didn't I only see saw that was part. that clip because it was yeah. just pertaining yeah. to that. 
And um, I'm just curious. Yeah. And honestly, I know we. I'm sure we lost so many engineers and mixers and producers that <laughs> yeah. you know I never even heard of. Right. And no disrespect. No. But when you got somebody of a caliber of Eddie Van Fucking Halen, yeah, you should give them more. They, than... you need to pay the man that respect he's deserved and right, well, you right? Know, and, and uh, do uh, seriously. And, yeah. I know. No bigger influence in music. Yeah. One of the one of the biggest influences. Yeah. You know. Right. I mean, arguably. Right. I mean, One could argue, I know I'm getting yeah. a little worked up about it, so I That's get a little, though. you know, That's if you could good. see me right now, my face is red people, but. You just slapped me for no reason. I just slapped him and gave him, <laughs> I stuck my tongue on him like a little two-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get it off your chest, Maddie. All right. Well, All right. well transitioning. Right. So no more, no more music news? No. No, I think that's enough no, for tonight because I'm a little yeah. worked up. Yeah. And I want to get though. into the whole Metallica spiel. Okay. Okay. That's cool So we'll you. segue into. Uh, Kill Em All. Kill Em All. Yeah. Um, seminal thrash album. Yeah. From 1983. Now, would you agree, or would you concur that mm. you would think, uh, would you say that Metallica really are the pioneers of thrash metal? Yeah. They really just developed a new genre, which I, is obviously called thrash metal. Single-handedly. Yeah. Because who else, who was before them? You can't. No. You had stuff right around that time, certainly, like yeah. in the wake of it. Yeah. I mean, was Slayer kicking around at that point? Yeah, 8045, I believe. Okay. But were I don't they, know the exact time yeah, the, they really made it on the map, but right. I know it was in that, that ballpark. Right. And then you had the influences on Metallica, like the, uh, well, like you had Motorhead, but you can't call that. I no, mean, Motorhead's not really thrash. No. They have no. some aspects. Right. Before, like, you know. Right. I would say. And some punk aspects, too. Yeah. yeah. It had punk credibility with the... Yeah, uh, I think it was more like, yeah. you call that punk hardcore. But I think, if, I think you, could, well, you could probably call Motorhead. But yeah, in terms of... Classic thrash, that genre building. It's, it's <laughs> Metallica. It's, nah, yeah. I agree. Shit. Honestly, though, Metallica, dude, to me, is what got me into music. And I think last podcast I specified that. And then obviously I mentioned how I got into other bands. And obviously Tool was the was it for me. But we're strictly talking about Metallica right now and how Kill 'Em All now, was the first you, album. What was the first Metallica album you got into, though? Oh, it, would, it was the Black Elm because was. Okay, yeah. I was like six or seven. Yeah. And I was still young, but when I first heard, I think I first heard Into Salmon when I was like nine or ten. Yeah. And that was it. Okay. And then I got Metallica that way. Then, of course, I wanted to do due diligence and go from start to... Did you do that? The time. Oh, yeah. Did you go back to the... You went yeah, back I've, to Kill Em All? You went like chronologically? Yeah, because I figured that would be the, the right yeah, thing to do. Right. And that'd be the right. respectful thing to do and get to know... <laughs> yeah. Metallica. Right. Don't forget, and that was what, 90s, okay. mid-90s, so right. there wasn't much material yet for Metallica. No, that's true. It wasn't, yeah. no, I think, well, yeah, because Load came out in like 96, 97. So, you know, that's when I saw the Metallica was at the first Load tour in 97. I was okay. like 13. But you had those early ones already. You had, but yeah, you know, yeah, but I was already listening to the, all the albums. Okay. Like, you know, Kill Em All, right. Ride the Lightning, Master right. of Puppets, Injustice for All, yeah. Metallica Black Album, and then Load came out okay. in the mid-90s. Yeah. But, those albums, those first few albums, four albums, that was, you know, but I, like I said, when chronologically, yeah, I started going through so that. Back. Yeah. So do you have any, um, do you have notes on, um, well, I mean, I have mental notes. Okay. And, um, I mean, it, obviously, Kill 'em All was, uh, came out, I want to say July 25th, 1983. Okay. Okay. And, uh, it was originally called, um, supposed to be called Metal Up Your Ass. Right. But Cliff Burton came up with the name Kill 'em All. Did he? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it has 10 tracks. Okay. Um, we'll go track by track. Yeah, I'll list gonna, them right now. We're going to deep dive. Um, track one is called Hit the Lights. Mm-hmm. Track two is called Four Horsemen, which right. was originally called The Mechanics because Dave Mustaine wrote it. Right. 
But then they settled on the title for uh, Four Horsemen. Right. Uh, track three, Motor Breath. Motor Breath. Motor Breath. <laughs> and then number four, Jump in the Fire. <laughs> and number five, number five, people, Anesthesia Pulling Teeth. Cli- Un-fucking-real. Un- A trauma song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cliff Burton made that bass sound like a freaking guitar. Uh, fuzzed out. Yeah. Distorted bass. Oh. Yeah. In the words of Matt Prudian, who is speaking, <laughs> eargasmic. You can't quote yourself. Well, I'm quoting myself, <laughs> okay, motherfucker. All right. Eargasmic. Eerga- yeah. 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 Moving on to track six, <laughs> Whiplash. Number seven, Phantom Lord. Yep. Number eight, No Remorse. Number nine, Seek and Destroy, which, by the way, since 2003, Metallica's yep. has almost, almost... right. Ended every set with that song live. That's a non, fun. That's a fun fact. Non encore, like just the every regular set? the total show. Oh, okay. Ends the they end their show with up, Seek and Destroy up until present day. Still to this day. Wow. Well, almost all the time. Okay. And number ten, right? The last track, number ten, Metal Militia. <sighs> oh, now we just I just rattled off ten tracks yeah. off their first debut album, Kill 'Em All. And from start to finish, you can't go wrong with any of them. Everyone's a bona fide thrash classic. Yes, sir. I concur <laughs> one million second, percent. Second time you've concurred tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I want to concur anymore with you. <laughs> no, enough concurring. <laughs> enough concurring, right? But I have some more fun facts. And uh, before I delve into those, or. Well, no, well, hold on. No, those are all originals, right? None of those, because there were two songs. Yeah, no, those no, are okay. all originals. Okay. And my evil wasn't on their original. All right. Um, by, album by Diamond Head. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. And what was the other? Oh, jeez. There were two, right? Was it uh, Last Caress? I should have done my homework. Um, yeah, you should do your homework like I, know, I did. I know. But no. I mean, I, a lot of the stuff is I'm just going off just my mental yeah, memory yeah, that right. I just learned throughout the years and remembered. No, I think Last Caress was uh, later. Yeah, like but that was, was on the, that garage. Uh, yeah, the Misfits. Incorporated uh, A and right. B sides. Yeah. Shit they did. Yeah. Which was still amazing. Awesome. And a um, Brett fan, and, yeah. But, but anyway, uh, before I delve into like the fun facts and some information okay. on the album, um, what was your knee-jerk reaction when you first heard "Kill 'Em All" from start to finish, Matthew? It's funny. I pretty much make my mic on. Um, I would play. I, this was when I was uh, not first getting in guitar, but like really playing a lot more metal and guitar. I played that whole album straight through. Really? All every day it was the summer. I don't know. It was probably '97. Yeah. But I would play that. I'd play it every day. I learned every song on there. Did you? Yeah. Good for you. I can't play any of them now. <laughs> Completely lost. But I definitely like. There's a few albums where I learned to play guitar, and that was one of them. That was huge. That really? like really got me. Like yeah. So I. But I think I got into it before that. But yeah, I think uh, yeah, loved it just right away. Now was that? Would you say Kill 'Em All? Really made you a true lover of Metallica? Solidified it. Solidified it? Definitely. Because I like it better than... I think it's more raw. I don't like the production of Ride the Lightning. I love the songs, but Ride the Lightning... uh, Master Puppets is probably better produced. Master Puppets is their best album of all time. Produced-wise? Everything. The production was weird with some of those albums, right? Yeah. yeah, And just rock and roll history, it's it's the highest, grossest selling rock album of all time, I believe. But I think it's... that genre. Yeah. Like, if you want to just... Uh, solidify towards like you know right. metal hard rock whatever yeah. I would say I believe 
so Master Puppets is number one selling grossest highest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just talking about, like, uh, the sound of it. The, okay, yeah. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your mother, right? Somebody's still upset about the yeah, Grammys. I, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, She's people. taking it out on It me. is what it is. Hey. <laughs> but, um, but, no, I loved it instantly. I'm trying to think when I got into it. But, yeah, probably, you know, when I was 17 or... But, yeah, literally learned how to play guitar on it or learned how to play fast That's on pretty it. cool, dude. Yeah. But don't tell, don't ask me to play anything now. No, I'm not. I know. Good thing you told me that. I know. Mm-hmm. We got I got a out of tune acoustic guitar behind you. But if you want, he hear, does. If you want to hear motor breath on it, you might be motor breath. Awesome. Don't mind our weird sound effects and uh, trying to mimic the Metallica songs with our freaking mouths, but we'll do the mouth guitar. People. Yeah, mouth guitar. <laughs> Playing a new guitar. version of. Uh, we're bringing it back, people. <laughs> Fuck air guitar. We're going to be mouth guitar. <laughs> yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. And look, just a little uh, off the beaten path yeah, here. Yeah, sure. I feel Go like uh, road, baby. between you and I, I feel yeah. like I uh, curse the most out of us two. And, yeah, uh, I'm trying to be like Mr. Uh, yeah, I think we, yeah. It's, it's good to have two. It uh, is. Don't you think so? It, we good to have should, two different personalities. Yeah. Yeah. One pawny mouth and one um, <laughs> one guy trying <laughs> to sound mouth. like a professional radio yeah, guy yeah. and not <laughs> pulling it off. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't curse much. No, you really don't. Yeah, I try not to. Yeah, I don't you know brought why. up well. I guess so. I used to. Not saying that I wasn't. I think I got it well. out of my system. You know, you get into your forties. I think you get everything out of your system. Yeah, I you think still so. got piss and vinegar. Uh, and shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm still full I'm of just, piss and vinegar. I've given up on. Uh, now, I'm not. Look, no disrespect to, uh, to my mom. I was brought up very well. Oh yeah, but it doesn't no, mean I, I, know I, you. I can't swear. Yeah, you know? yeah. I do think I got them out of. Yeah, I don't know. I think oh, that's I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm proud of you. You get old, you get tired, you know. That's good props to Sandra. <laughs> Sandra Morrill. Yes, I was raised Good well. parenting skills. Sandra and Roger. Although my father, <laughs> you know, curses, truck driver? curses yeah. yeah, like a uh, long-haul trucker. No disrespect on to truck drivers. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> How many truck drivers are listening to this? <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> they, know, they know they're degenerates. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, they, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, people. We're getting back to the Metallica <laughs> fun facts. We want fun facts. Maddie did his homework. I did. I did. Like I said, I, I a lot of it's off memory, mental yeah, memory, just right. from like metal memory years. Metal memory. <laughs> but um, originally, like I said, the, it was supposed to be called "Metal Up Your Ass," and then Cliff Burton came up with the name "Kill 'Em All." Why he came up with the name is because he was um, upset with the Time Record distributors that was saying we don't. That, that obviously he had an issue with Time Distributors Record Company right. back in like 81, 82 I want to say okay. and he was like he was so upset with them he goes like why don't we just kill them all Oh, and that's nice. how they came up with the name Kill Them All now it was Metal Blade Records right was that the right I don't was, know was no that, I don't no, think so okay. I, I know thought, what t- this currently yeah. they, Metallica was for most of the time was on Electric Records Electra, Electra. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now they have their own record company called oh, Black okay. and Recordings okay. Black and Recordings okay um, Electra, that's right. Yeah, Electra was the brunt of their albums that they put out through that label. So Electra didn't want to call it that. They weren't going to let them call it. Not that I know of. No. I don't think so. It could have been Metal Blade before. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I right. think about oh, it. Yeah. So see, Matt. Did distributed some by Electra. Yeah. yeah. Just going on memory here. Yeah, and um, it's funny because Dave Mustaine wrote all the songs with the help of obviously James Hetfield and Lars. But he created all the solos for that album. And then right. a month before they released the album, they kicked him out of the band. Was it a month? Yeah, it was a month. And so, then they brought Kirk Hammond in from Exodus. 
and he had to learn all the solos within a month time frame before they recorded the album. But did they know for a while they were going to kick Mustaine out? I believe it was premeditated. Yeah, and they had uh, Hammett waiting in the wings. Yeah, that kind of from knew. Exodus. Yeah, you want to know? I mean, you want to know why? You know the story why they kicked him out of Metallica, right? Basically, because he fucking he drank more than they did, and <laughs> right. they was like, "Wow, they can right. handle it." Right. Like, isn't that ironic? When they were called, their nickname was called Alcoholica, <laughs> and he drank a lot. Was more that the so only reason? James. Was that the Maybe. I think there was a lot of like headstrong, like a uh, lot of issues between him and James. I think they were both they're both right. headstrong, like right. very mind. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The lack of better term. Like they were so hardcore, right. trying to like be that you know one up each other, right. so to speak. Ego, yeah, the egocentric ego. maniacs. Right. And I think James really just wanted to have full control of being the front man and being everything in the band. Well, there's a great quote too. Like somebody said once. Uh, this uh, democracy doesn't work in a band. It never had. You no, got to have one strong creative no, force, and somebody has to like give in. At yeah, some eventually point. someone has to give in and yeah. uh, just be like, okay, dude, or whatever, right, bro. Right. Do it that way. I think Mustaine probably would have left, even if he he was destined to do his own stuff. Don't you think? I think so because that. And if you want to fast forward, that's kind of yeah. why they. No, Jason New had. New, sorry, Jason yeah. Newsett left the band because. Yeah. He was uh, wanted to do his own solo stuff, and yeah. James was like, "No fucking way, dude! Right? You can't do it." So that's why Jason quit. Yeah, people get to uh, you know they want to express some their other sides to him. Yeah, you know. I feel like I feel like like there's a lot of bands that they're have branched out, and their lead singer has done solo stuff, and it's like very similar to what the bands their that band does, right? Music wise, oh like, yeah, yeah. It's like, what's the point? Like that's what the point. Like Jonathan Davis from Corn did a solo album. It's like. Very similar to what Corn would do, and it's like, did he? I didn't even know that. Like rolling my eyes, going, "What yeah. the fuck, dude?" Who played on that? Honestly, I don't know. I don't <laughs> care at this moment. We'll talk about that maybe in the future. Yeah, if, no, I just if, yeah. If it deserves our time, I had no idea there was a Jonathan yeah. Davis solo yeah. thing. Yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but so, honestly, back to when Dave Mustaine got kicked out of the band, yeah. he is credited with uh, four tracks on this on the on the album. Okay, which are. Which are were uh, the sorry the oh, horseman, yep. which was originally called the mechanics, mechanics yeah. which he later used in the first Megadeth album called the mechanics. He just changed up some of the words, right? But the same like guitar riffs for the most part, right? Same kind of sound, but not as good though, right? Not as good. No, the when you hear horseman, four, oh my god, it's like six minutes and fifty seconds of just pure, pure bliss, just perfect. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I Either think for horseman ride, you can't listen to the mechanics. Choose your fate then. <laughs> die. die. Yes. Oh my god. I think Four Horsemen is probably my favorite song off yeah. that album. Okay. Along with No Remorse and then probably Seek and Destroy. I love Motor Breath. Yeah. It's just like three minutes and oh. 13 seconds of just like fast paced in your fucking it's face. Just, just like, rah! That like down picking. Yeah. Just, all right. So what else did. Well, it was Four Horsemen. Yep. Metal Militia. Okay. Um,. I want to say Motor Breath and uh, Hit the Lights, I believe. Okay. The first, the four he was All kind of a similar song like that. Just yep. very... Uh, and it's funny, going when Kirk Hammett came into the picture and yeah. he had to rework and relearn the solos, Yeah. Dave Mustaine was so infuriated with that and he held a grudge for many years because he thought Kirk Hammett got famous off the, off his solos. Oh, okay. And he was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. you stole my thunder. That right. was my right, shit. Right. That was my material. Because you don't get credited for solos. I mean, he, no. he gets songwriting credit for. Yeah. You, you have to with that. But yeah, you know, if someone takes your solos, you can't really. 
Yeah. How do you trademark a solo? Yeah. And it's funny because some of the, um, going back to like kind of reiterating some of the songs that were carryovers from previous bands that right. James and Mustaine were in, like the Full Horseman originally called The Mechanics, like I said. And, um, and then band, James Heffitt was in a band called Leather Charm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he had a song. I think it was uh, "Jump in the Fire." He did with Leather Chom, but okay. it was wasn't called "Jump in the Fire." Yeah, it was just a kind of a work in progress. And then they later called it "Jump in the Fire" from Metallica. Right. So, I mean, Leather Chom. I mean, <laughs> that's sorry, Hatfield. I love you, dude. Yeah. But that was a terrible name for a band. Well, that kind of goes along with the yeah the 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 glam. I'm glad you read that ad in the paper and saw Lars was looking for a player, to, a guy to play music with. <laughs> Leather Charm. <laughs> Leather Charm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Can you find leather charms? Are there like any? You know what, Maddie? Good question. I yeah. haven't really looked into that yet. No. I kind of want to maybe tonight when I get yeah. to bed, I'll put, look so I can find some leather. You'd probably charm. find you have, might have to dig. I bet there's some kind of like, dig deep into leather charm. Some tape recording from the. Uh, <laughs> how long did that last? Do we know? I Not don't long. think it was that long because no. I think he was so frustrated with the lack of just production and the lack of recognition. He yeah. was like, I can't do this anymore. And he right. left, and then like I said, he. Found that ad in the paper that Lars was calling yeah. the wanted ads, looking for a bandmate, and yeah. uh, the rest is history. Was Lars in anything before, or he came Not right the, over from? He came from Denmark. He was yeah, aspiring to be a pro tennis player yeah, because his right. father was right, and he had all the tools and mechanics, yeah, no pun mechanics, intended, yeah. to be a pro he tennis did, player. Right? Yeah, and um, he said, "Music's my passion. That's yeah. what I want to do." And his father was a fucking peon, infuriated. Yeah, yeah. To use, that's like the word of the night, I guess. Infuriated. <laughs> And, You're very uh, infuriated, and maybe leather chum, but yeah. <laughs> leather chum. I think, uh, yeah. So Lars' father was yeah. so upset with Lars. Yeah, that he was like, "How dare you? You know, I'm a pro tennis player. Right. You're supposed to be a pro tennis player. That's just what we do. That's what we we know." Right. And Lars, hey, for, hey, shit. Yeah. Got good, good for Lars, man. He really? followed his dreams, and now he's. I know. The easily the you know not the best drummer by any means, not at all. He's no. a good drummer, but he's not the best drummer. No. But the fact that he followed his passion. Right. Shows you that you know what? That's what you got to do, people. You do, yeah. You have to follow your dreams. I know it's cliche. No. Follow your dreams, follow your passions, and put your head to it, put your mind to it, and shit can happen. Even when everyone's telling you not to. Pos- well, I'll play the safe route, you know, have yeah. a fallback thing. Cliche and cheesy, but positive vibes True. all day, every day. Yes. Word. And um, so, yeah, that's how that happened. And then, yeah. um, so Metallica. Um, I mentioned they closed pretty much every set right. with uh, Seek and Destroy. Yeah. And uh, it's funny, back for their 30th anniversary, the original band, the original band got back together to play the uh, Metal Militia. They did a, like a small like event for the Metallica fan club. Right. It was like a, two or three nights in San Francisco, where they're from. Yeah. And they played, they had, you know, Ron McGovney was there. Yeah. Obviously, Cliff couldn't be there, rest in peace. Right. But Mustaine played with them, McGovney played with them. Was there another Lloyd or Lloyd Grant or something? There was another, actually, I think he was... Guitar. Yeah, there was another yeah. original. There was another was, guitar player that played for me like two weeks. Right, and he was there too. I think. Right. I want to say he was. Yeah. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, and I don't. I'm not sure. Okay, that's interesting. I honestly, I. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. And I, uh, I don't know to be honest with people. Yeah. I don't know the the history and that yeah. aspect and that sort right. of things, but. Um, yeah, looking back, I remember seeing clips of that on YouTube, and uh, I couldn't really get. The, I couldn't. Somehow I couldn't see the whole video because oh, okay. it wasn't on there. Or it was you had to pay for it or yeah. wasn't available at the time. Right. But um, and a cool. This is I think it's a really cool fact. I'm a big fan of uh, uh, Van sneakers. Oh yeah, you know Vans. Yeah, been around f- forever. Right. And they did a uh, Kill 'Em All uh, sneaker. 
Did they? Yeah, for the 30th anniversary. Oh, came for out the anniversary. Okay. Yeah, years back. What? And uh, it's really, they don't, it's hard to find. You can, you can find it like eBay or yeah. Etsy or something, like people selling it, but it's expensive. The, the logo? Like yeah, I had the logo with oh, the blood okay. splatter. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah. Okay. I, never, I was very cool. unfortunate I never got a chance to get them, yeah. but uh, if I can get my hands on them for a reasonable price, I'll think yeah. I'll buy them. So now Just that's collector's saying. items, yeah. 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 I mean, we could talk about fun facts and all that stuff forever, but I think now it's time maybe we could uh, transition and maybe go into um, the tracks. Track and, like, by track? Track by track. Okay. Maybe. Would okay. you like to do that, Maddie? Yeah. Do you want to play them? We could play them. Okay. I think it would be a good idea. Right. We'll play. Uh, we'll start off with, obviously, uh, Hit the Lights. The opening track. Yep. I don't know if... Uh... And uh, we can always see, you know, I feel like... The album has 10 songs, and uh, some songs are 33 minutes, some songs are eight, seven minutes, some songs are like five minutes. But um, to me, I mean, it, it, like Matt said, it's raw. It epitomizes what thrash is really all about. And um, <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's doing over there. So unprofessional. But uh, we, can all, uh, we can all, I think we can all agree that who's, all of us that are Metallica fans that hit the lights, obviously, for a first debut album just fucking kicks your ass. And then as they get into like Ride the Lightning, obviously yeah. Master of Puppets. Master of Puppets really showcases all their talents from, oh, yeah. you know, James's rhythm guitar right. and his gritty sound and his voice. Right. And then obviously Cliff Burton really just getting better and better at the bass. And it's just sad because he died in that year too in Sweden on that on tour. Yeah. And um, it just sucks because I personally never got to see Metallica with Cliff and not many people did that. No. You know, and if you did, you were very, very lucky. Yeah. And um, on a serious note, Cliff Burton, to this day, dead, is still, in my opinion, from what I've heard, such a small sample size, is the best bass player of all time. Yeah. And like I said, small sample size. And don't get me wrong, there's tons of great bass players yeah. out there. Yeah, I Dave Ellison. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Flea, Getty Lee, Flea. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, just you know, talking metal, Les yeah. Claypool. Just yeah. so many, right? And I think they would all agree that Clay, that Cliff made just like pioneered everything. Well, how many people did they go through when they were, were trying to replace him? Right when they were, uh, they had they, such, they had a lot, they had a long list of auditions, and but yeah. you know they got Jason Newstead to yeah. fulfill that role. Right. for a long time until he departed in two thousand three. Yeah, and now they have Robert Trujillo, who was really good too. Yeah. But from, um, uh, from what bands? He was in Suicidal Tendencies. Oh, that's right. He did yeah. Tim with Ozzy. Ozzy, yeah. Um, Do we like Suicidal Tendencies? Not like, really. No, he didn't. No, I got into them. Yeah. I wasn't really into them. No. No. Mike Muir <laughs> with his headband. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Kind of. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I respect. Yeah, what you do? It was a, and, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, whatever. But I yeah. feel like Robert Trujillo just you know yeah. fits the mold now. Right. And for he bit, was yeah. a great replacement for J- Jason. Granted, I loved yeah. Jason for the backup vocals. He was yeah. so awesome at that. Yeah. Especially every time they would do Seek and Destroy Live, he was he would sing most of the song. Yeah. And oh, really? He did. Yeah. Oh, okay. And if you look back, like oh, at Newstead, live binge, yeah. like live shit, binge and purge. Right. You can see like they, they had the live performances of Seek and Destroy in Mexico City and yeah. Seattle, and um, and he sings mostly the uh, Seek and Destroy. Obviously, James backs him up, but. I didn't know that. Fucking crushes it, dude. Yeah. 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 So I missed that aspect of James, uh, Jason, sorry, because Robert's really not good in that right. aspect, but but his bass playing is better than Jason Newstead. But J- Jason News is a great bass player, too. And he plays almost completely like crouching. Yeah. Right? He's like kneeling the whole time. Yeah. He's, he has, a, uh, I would say, a, uh, an orthodox style. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
Yeah. Cool. It's cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to? Uh... So did you figure out the little uh, technical difficulty we had over here? Well, no, we just don't have the best, uh, but we can, you know. Well, we can also, I feel like we can, we can, if you yeah. we want to, matter. we don't necessarily have to play the song. We can also add it in. Yeah. Well, we can listen to it and then. Uh... All right. Do you want to listen to it? Let's listen to All it. All right. I mean, I got no problem listening to it. Okay. Even though I heard it a thousand times. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. Yep, that is hit the lights, people. And it's funny because they remastered everything in the last ten years for the most of their albums because eighties when they were recording it late early eighties mid eighties right you know the technology wasn't as good as right, it is now that's right. common sense so it's all been remastered yeah it's, everything's remastered and you can tell the difference um, now what nothing oh. just looking at some of the stuff here on the computer and uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> I know. We'll do some editing. Yeah. So Mustaine wrote. Did he write these? Uh, all this. Well, he, no, he no, he no, he. Uh, this was all his stuff. James and in uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Mustaine yeah. did most of the solos. Okay. But um, Cl- uh, Cliff helped a lot too. But um, like I said, when they got rid of uh, Mustaine, yeah, they had to rework all the solos and in Kirk right. had to. Re- but Literally. he basically kept them the same, though. No, he no, kept he the, f- the first four bars. He, oh, he used okay. the same, okay. and then he just changed it up his own afterwards. Okay. To not be all right. So it wasn't a complete know, all right. Yeah. Complete utter ripoff. Right. Right. Of uh, Mustaine's work. Right. How soon did Mustaine go on? How did he? Did he form Megadeth right afterwards? Um. I don't think so. I think it was a little Didn't wild because he was so heartbroken. Yeah. He really was. And he and he admitted it. And when they had that documentary, Some Kind of Monster, years yeah. later in 2001, yeah. 2002, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, he mentioned how he was like, you just guys ripped my heart out and stepped on it, man. Yeah. Like, you, I was, I loved you guys and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, um, yeah, so I think it was tough for him and still, and they, even to this day, they've gotten over that. I think still deep in the back of his Heart, there's yeah. some resentment towards right. Metallica, especially James and Lars. Yeah. But um, I think right now, for the most part, they've got over their differences and they buried the hatchet, so to speak. And Well, it helps that Megadeth was so big. If Megadeth had just been this like failure of a and thing. It, but it Megadeth been. still could never hold a candle to Metallica, even though they're great. Mm, yeah. You, you beg to differ. I think I'm a more of a Megadeth fan. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think maybe because I think Metallica got too big. Maybe it just got too overplayed. Maybe. Like if I... if. Yeah, if I'm going to go to something, it's probably going to be Megadeth. Wow. Now, this is controversial, people. Yeah. And this is where I'll have to not concur. Hangar 18. With Maddie. We'll do a whole you hangar. know too much. Yeah. <laughs> do. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong, though. I love Megadeth, too. Yeah. But I'm a bigger Metallica fan okay. by far because that's the, what really got me into music. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I saw Megadeth a couple times live, and I will say that... Dave Mustaine is a better guitar player yeah. than Kirk Hammett. Yeah. No disrespect, Mr. Hammett. I love you. If you're listening, please listen. Um, but <laughs> I think Dave Mustaine is better, in my opinion. He is very talented, and so isn't Kirk, like I said. But I think Dave Mustaine brings a different element to the table. Yeah. He's just more innovative, I believe. Mustaine is? Yeah. Yeah, I sure. think so. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, you want to go to the second track? Yeah. We didn't listen to all. We just gave a little, we'll give a little excerpts yeah, we'll of each song. Clips. So, Four Horsemen was the second track. Yes, Four Horsemen, my favorite song on the album for sure. Um, I think Hit the Lights was a good... I think Hit the Lights was a good 
Um, way to start off the album. Yeah. And Metal Militia was a great way to end the album. Right. Bookended. And all these like in-betweens to put the album together, just it, all these songs in between, like going from Four Horsemen to Motor Breath, Jump in the Fire, Anesthesia. Anesthesia being the middle, right. like number five. Right. It, oh my God, that was brilliant. Track listing is everything. In, it, in it is. It, it, it really it, it just makes the album flow. There's an art form to just yeah, People yeah. just think you just put any track. No. No, it, no. It, there's an art form. Some of the greatest albums, if they even had sequenced them differently, they might not be as good. No. That. Yeah, it's all... Like Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, if yeah. they changed, if you just right. rotated every, mixed yeah. all that song. Exactly. It would be totally different. Right. Yeah. Right. And I feel like the same thing goes for, for every Metallica album. As you get old, as you get into like like the later albums, like Load and Reload, they kind of lost touch with, with who they really were they, yeah. their identity yeah. so to speak right and I feel like that's where you're like it doesn't matter what the sequence was yeah it did. because uh, no look I love Metallica but Load was good right Reload sucked yeah and then St. Anger was downright trash garbage aka white trash <laughs> it was absolutely horrible <laughs> it was bad right oh my god God, is there anyone that likes that? Oh my God! I know if they are, they're like a hipster who just wants to be different. Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. That's my favorite Metallica. I think I'd rather listen to freaking Luciano Pavarotti <laughs> than wow, that's a bold reload statement. again. Yeah, I, don't get me wrong, Luciano Pavarotti yeah. is, has an amazing voice. Mike, Mike, Mike Luciano Pavarotti. <laughs> Mike Luciano Pavarotti. <laughs> see how I worked another. That was good. That in? was good, dude. <laughs> Mike, you better listen to this fool. I haven't seen him in years. I know. <laughs> Never <laughs> see him. Is he still worked there? He does, yeah, he does. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, enough of that. Toaster how- head. <laughs> <laughs> Toaster head Crowley. How great is the guitar? And uh, his guitar tone is. I mean, that's like classic metal guitar tone. Yeah. I oh mean, my god, just- especially for '83. Don't forget, yeah. they, they started doing this in '82. Yeah. And you, they so, and they and they released in '83 of July right. of '83. Right. Oof. Oh my god! Listen to that. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. Like the I fact know. that this was made in 1982 yeah. and released in 83, right? It's still relevant yeah. to today. I know. I know. It's like holy shit, and that was back 30 years ago, over 30 years ago. Yeah, now. I know. Well it, over there, almost 40. Yeah. 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 I yeah know. 2003. Yeah. 2023 will be uh, 40 years. Yeah. Coming up on the 40th. Yeah. Holy shit! That's amazing, right? Wow, I know, and I'm lost for words because I'm just putting that in perspective. I'm really thinking about this now, and it's like, whoa. So yes, people, that was the. Um, well, we could play the whole song, but okay. except for Four Horsemen, yeah, and uh, two. So Four Horsemen, like Pl- I said, originally called the Mechanics, but playing on the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse from the Bible, correct? Yes, right. yes, definitely. Right, and um, I don't know. I just feel like that. Pestilence. Yes, that was the best song. That's the best song for me. And that was, yeah. like, oh my God. I can listen to this song every day if yeah. I wanted to. I yeah. mean, it wouldn't bother me. I listened, like I said, on the way here. I was, yeah. I rocked out to it just to get amped up for the podcast. It's a great like mood setter yeah. for the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. It really is. Yeah. If and, you want to um, go into battle for the day. <laughs> you put on slay some dragons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? What is this like? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons all of a sudden? It can be. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're fucking stupid. Now we're getting into Dio mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sing me a song. But I feel like, but, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> what we do, people. We're going to be scatterbrains. We're going to, yeah. We're devoting most of this podcast to Metallica and Kill Em All. But we're going to go, obviously, we, as you can tell, we're going off subject here and there, but which is fine. That was Newstead's 
that was echo brain. Oh, echo brain. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was <laughs> called scatterbrain. Yeah, it was terrible. It was bad. Right, yeah, I hated it. I didn't like it. All right, this is my this is my favorite track. This is song. Maddie's favorite song, Whiplash. No, Motor Breath. Oh, that's right. Sorry, Motor Breath. <laughs> that's right. You were like, yeah, that's right. You said Motor Breath earlier, and I, yeah, I don't just know remember what it that. Is. No. I just love the riff. Yeah. No, look at the just. I mean, look, that's one of the best uh, Lars drumming oh, ever, right yeah, there. Yeah, really. It was a two second excerpt. Drum intro. Listen to that. That come on, who was playing that fast at that point? No one was. No one. And that's why even Ozzy was like, "Wow." They, people want to see Metallica before, more than they want to see me. Oh, that's right. They were opening for him. Yeah. Yeah. They were. Right. And he goes, he in, a, in, a, in an interview years ago, he was like, when I opened up, when Metallica opened up for me, I got on stage and like, where the, they would say, where the fuck is Metallica? We want Metallica back. They were chanting <laughs> Metallica's name. That's how good they were and how much an impression they put on those people. Were they on an Aussie tour when, no, they were on their own tour when, um, when Cliff died, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was that was yeah, that was, that was, that that was, was uh, promoting Master of Puppets. Oh, okay, right, right. And they died in uh, Sweden. Yeah, you hear how that happened? I do. You know how that happened? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You well, want to enlighten us? <laughs> or do you want me to enlighten the people? <laughs> I think I want you to enlighten. Okay. I think I, I think I know where you're going, but um, so they were on the way to another town or a province in um, Sweden, a city, I should say, mm. and uh, they were on the bus, and it was a cold, really cold night. And uh, Kirk Hammett and Cliff Burton were playing a card game. Mm. And I guess on the bus, there was this one particular bed or bunk on the bus that was like the prime bed to sleep in yeah, for some reason. right. And I guess they, you know, it came down to them and Cliff won on the hand yeah. of poker. And I, I forget, I read the story a long time ago, but I know the gist of it. And it was some, I think he got like a full house or a straight flush. Wow. And Kirk was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe it. Like, Shit. Right. And uh, so they, Cliff won the bed. Yeah. And uh, when they were driving, they were sleeping, and the bus driver said he hit a patch of black ice and lost control, and the bus right. crashed and rolled over. And where they landed, I guess right. he landed like on a rock on the side of the hill they were on, yeah. the mountain they were on, and it just crushed uh, Cliff. The bus landed right on him. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, yeah, the bus landed on him. He they, kind of fell out, and then... Yeah. The, yeah. And... Yeah, Kirk yeah. was like, that could have been me because I would have won that hand. Yeah. That would have been me. Right. You know, until this day, the haunts Kirk. It's not Kirk's fault. It's right. just that's what happened. So, and then the bus driver said that he hit a patch of black ice. And then I remember James Hetfield said that he went back and forth up and down the highway looking for that patch Didn't of black ice it. and could not find no. it. No. So he, I think he blames the bus driver, right? I think the bus driver was either drunk fell or asleep, he fell asleep. Probably. Or he yeah. fell asleep. Yeah. That's just common sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's how Cliff. The best fucking bass player yeah. one time passed away. Yeah. How old? I think he was 21, 29? 20. No, 20, oh. no, he was not. He wasn't 29. No, he wasn't. He was like 24, 25. Oh, okay. He was older. He was younger than the 27. Yeah, because they're yeah. all. Yeah, you're I right. I want to say. Yeah. yeah, they're all like in their late 50s now, early 60s. I know James and Lars are like 59 or almost 60. Yeah. Um. So oh, I would say yeah. close yeah, that around that, yeah. that age, too. Okay, yeah. So, yes, people, that was motor. Um, Whiplash. No, that was Motor Breath. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep saying Whiplash. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I, whipl- I like Whiplash better than Motor Breath. Same song, pretty Personally. much. Personally. Yeah. Now we are into Jump in the Fire. And um, so this is a Leather Charm song. I didn't know that. Yes. I believe this was the one that yeah. James originally worked on with Leather Charm. And uh, yeah, Leather Charm. And <laughs> it's definitely has a, a, a sl- it, you can tell it's an earlier song. It's got a slower vibe. It's a, yeah. you know, it's more of a groove. It's not real thrashy. 
What a great groove, though. Yeah, I it's, always said, my personal opinion, I always said Metallica was like the king of riffs. Yeah, absolutely. Like their riffs are second right, to none. Right, Whether even, they even fast or... Even in like that horrible white trash album, St. Anger, they had some killer riffs. <laughs> did they? Yeah, yeah I, I they don't, did. I can't remember any... But yeah, yeah, they did though. Yeah. But there was no guitar solos because they wanted to, they pretty much shut Kirk Hammett's guitar abilities out in that album. Kind of like when they shut Jason's bass off during uh, <laughs> Injustice for yeah. All. <laughs> There's no bass on that. Poor... Uh, Poor Mr. Newstead. Yeah, I don't know what I they can were see why. That was kind of like initiation, though. Was like it? they had to fuck with him into because yeah. he's the new. He's trying to replace. He's replacing the best. True. Trying to replace the best True. bass player of all time. But you think they might want to keep the bass on their album? You know, for their own. For their own fans. Yeah, and their maybe own, for their own. Get the extra. Yeah, but it, yeah. Had, it had its own sound. It was kind of. Uh, I love that album. Yeah, Injustice for All. Yeah, is that your favorite? Metallic I think album? so. Yeah, I'd have you to go so? with that. Yeah, I love the Nine Minutes, Dire's yeah. Eve. Yeah, yeah. Live as Let Die. Oh, yeah. I don't know though. I think. Master Puppets to me is their favorite. Yeah. My favorite. Album. I think because maybe. Yeah. And I love Ride the Lightning too. Yeah. Love Ride the Lightning. Yeah. I love uh, Trapped Under Ice. Yeah. The Call, Call of Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Yeah. Oh, 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 nice. Imagine this. Yeah. Well, it's obviously history. Right. But Call of Cthulhu is, was made in 84, 85. It came out in 85, right? Yeah. Right. 85. Yeah. No, 84. 84. 84. Yeah. And that was like a nine, 10 minute, almost a 10 minute freaking. Masterpiece instrumental. Yeah. It very, like, very classically influenced the classical guitar in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I know. So imagine that in 1984, a masterpiece of an um, of a instrumental came out. Yeah. That It's mind-boggling. Just and it's such a beautiful way yeah. to me. It's perfect. My opinion. It's perfect in it its is. beauty. It really is. Yeah. And then Orion... Was yes. another instrumental in Master right. Puppets was amazing. Right. And then Live Is Let Die. It was actually, Cliff Burton has some uh, songwriting credentials oh, really? in that. Because that was, his, the, you know, when uh, James has that little speaking part in, yes. Die, in Live Is yes. Let Die. Yeah. That was what, that's, uh, Cliff wrote those words. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a, wow, that's some good trivia. I didn't yeah, know that's, that. Yeah, that's the truth. That's that's a fun fact. Okay. Going was it something of, they found? Or yeah, was it, it was something oh, okay. he wrote down. And oh, okay. I guess it was supposed to be for another oh, song wow. back Previous wow. for like either Master okay. Puppets or something, and yeah. they worded that they you know worked that into uh, as to a, live as let die as a final little tribute, yeah, to Cliff, yeah, yeah, man. I feel like I never I didn't know Cliff or didn't yeah. see him, but I feel like I know him, yeah. Like I, there's a part of me that like is connected to him spiritually, right? Just because the fact I, you know, played a little bass when I was yeah. younger, right? And that was kind of like he was a main influence, okay. You know, yeah. Just the fact that watching. Because they have Metallica has a DVD out, DVD out called Cliff Em All. Yeah. And it's all about Cliff's like best performances from like the early 80s, from like, obviously Kill Em All until uh, Master Puppets. And just seeing him play Anesthesia, I think it was like in Oakland, California, like yeah. in 84. It was like, wow. Just the, like, ha- the hair going. How the fuck did someone invent that <laughs> in 1983? You did know? you learn how to play that at all? No. No, I, okay. No. It was never that. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! He had, I know. Cliff Burton had grail. more talent in his freaking pinky <laughs> nail than I will ever have. And it's the know. holy grail of bass songs. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, right, really, we, really we is. On. Oh, here we go. Well, that's perfect. Segue. Well, perfect segue yep. to my. It does happen to be the next song. Favorite uh, Cliff Burton moment in metallic history: anesthesia, pulling teeth. People, we'll let you listen for a little bit. Don't mind the little silence.
it's so epic. It's like, it's it's yeah, it's amazing. It is. It, is, it's it starts off slow, but it definitely gets going. And then yeah. as the song gets towards the end, you, Lars comes in and plays a little drums for him. Yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah. Beef. Yeah. I honestly don't disrespect the Lars. I rather just have the bass solo. The whole doesn't song. even need to have. Yeah. No, there's no need. Yeah, the I don't know why they even put. It yeah. All. Right. Just for a little effect, yeah. but yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's uh, it's still tough to talk about after all these years. Like I, I said, I didn't like I said, I didn't know him from Adam, but no. I feel like I'm connected to him spiritually in a yeah. way. And Cliff Burton, you can't. Matt, if, you know, it's a matter of opinion. Yeah. But I think you can really stay. You can really say that Cliff Burton was, yeah. and still is the right. best best player of all time. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's a. Yeah. That's not. It's not. It's not a. You know. No. Stretching it or anything. No. Or being. You know. Biased. Right. It's not. No. I just think. Even like, I know we're. I know we're getting a little repetitive. What we're talking about, but I no, feel like. Okay. It's. The fact that there's such a small sample size, I get people like, oh, well, there's only a small sample size, so, you know, you can't really go off that. Yeah. Um, yes, you can, because yeah. <laughs> no one ever did this, no, this for was, him. Right. He, inv- he innovated and invented all this yeah. sound. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have bass players like Les Claypool. No. Or uh, no. Getty Lee. Or, I mean, Getty well, was Getty Lee before them. But, yeah. but Getty Lee didn't ever pull this off. No, no. There'd be no flea. No. You know? That's true. No, Tim Comerford. <laughs> Timmy C. Timmy C from Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. With the bass up to his chin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he I think he even that. went to sleep with that bass. Does he? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I then it so. goes to the, yeah. Yeah, it was so necessary, right? Yeah, I don't know. I why think they, it was really necessary. No. I understand kind of why they did it. But well, I it gets, it was, well, he does get going. Maybe it just needed like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's unnecessary. That, yeah. Um, but. It's kind of kicked the tempo up. Yeah. It's, it's, uh. It's just amazing. Yeah. And then... You want to go to the next No, part? we'll listen no? to the, we'll okay. listen to the whole song. Yeah. This is worthy it's to almost, listen to. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's, I know, here yeah. I am trying to skip right over I know. Your, uh, Jesus Christ. Your idol. Ass. I know. No respect. No respect for the dead. <laughs> Don't Dark. get me on the Grammys again. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, um, the next song will be Whiplash, but we're going to play this in its entirety because yeah. it's definitely worth it, for sure. But... um. Yeah, they did. Um, Metallica had um, S&M Live too. Yeah, that came out last October. They, oh, okay. They released it. Yeah, and uh, they, uh, one of the members of the yeah one of the one of the members yeah. of the symphony. It was recorded in October of 2019. Oh, okay. But they released it last August of 2020, and um, one of the members of the orchestra, the San Francisco, San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Yeah. Um, one of the bass, the big bass. Oh, really? Classical bass players. Oh wow! Did anesthesia? <laughs> no kidding. From oh. start to finish, oh, I didn't when Lars came in with the drums, it is fucking amazing, people. Wow, I gotta check you can that watch it on YouTube. Yeah. If you haven't got a chance, whoever's listening and who listen, check it out. It's on YouTube. SM Live Two Anesthesia, and it's orgasmic. Is he playing on a stand-up bass? Yes. Oh wow! Yep. I didn't know. That. Classically trained stand-up bass. <laughs> so he like dressed up in like a you know tuxedo and everything. <laughs> oh, that's crazy! All right, Unbelievable. That's oh. Whiplash! <laughs> Whiplash! This might be the quintessential uh, thrash. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. emblem. Yeah. Hit the lights and Whiplash, I think, are like. And Jump in the Fire. I didn't think those all th- three songs have all the elements of 
of thrash. They do, yeah. Which up is, is the epitome of thrash right, right here because this right. is what really started it all. Because who was playing this fast? Who no was, one was. No. No one. No one. No one. No, I know. You can't. I mean, somebody might be like, oh, it was this, you know, so-and-so, you know. Like you mentioned, like, previously, Motor Breath, but they, I'm sorry, Motorhead, yeah. But they weren't. Well, Ace of Spades was pretty early thrashy. Yeah. But, yeah. Ace of Spades! Yeah. Ace of Spades! It's that tempo. Yeah. Now, question. Do you think they named Motor Breath after Lenny Kimlinster's terrible breath? Oh, is that the, uh. I don't know. Is that the question to ponder? Maybe that but, is. Maybe that's a fun fact that it's true that yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of spitting this out there. But I do know, I think one time they said the two big, two biggest influences were Diamond Head and Motorhead. They wanted to combine, Metallica wanted to combine those two. I feel like that's the, the sound. Thr- yeah, the thrash of Motorhead or the yeah. early thrash with that, uh, whatever Diamond Head sounded like. Like you yeah. said but earlier. Diamond Head was never got that big. No. Yeah. It was the two heads. Yeah. I think Hetfield said that once. But now, I think you mentioned. Yeah. Earlier that you prefer Megadeth over Metallica, which yeah. is hey, that's your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but which you um, don't agree with completely. But some people would also say that they prefer Slayer over the other two. Oh, okay. Slayer had some good stuff, but yeah, never got Tom Araya, aka Suzanne Titus. <laughs> Knew you were gonna go there. Completely. Does <laughs> not. Compared to like no. James Dane or fucking James Hetfield. No. Granted, none of them are world beater singers. No. But James Hetfield and Mustaine are better singers than Tom Araya. Well, there's nothing. Tom Araya's more just like a. Rah, 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 there's nothing rah. subtle about. Like, Hetfield and Mustaine can do kind of different things with their voice. Yeah. Not just, but, yeah Tom Araya was just ter- one. It's trick just pony. complete. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. No disrespect, I, Tom, if you're listening or and you're Kerry listening. Kerry King is ridiculous. Hell of a guitar player. Yeah. But yeah. he's no Mustaine. No. You know? No, they don't have the range that, no. that Metallica certainly has. No way. Yeah. I mean, they never went on to... Well, they did that uh, special concert out in, I want to say, Belgium, or Bul- oh, Bulgaria, yeah. back in 2009. It was oh, called yeah. The Big Four. They all played, Metallica, right? Metallica, yeah. Megadeth, Anthrax, and, yeah. um, Slayer, and Slayer all yeah. went out and tour and did yeah. that festival out there in, in uh, Europe, but it was in Bulgaria. Bulgaria. And uh, it was amazing. I saw that live. I think I had that DVD floating around somewhere. Yeah. I got to find it, but... Yeah. Uh, Woo, that was amazing. They, yeah. did all, they showed like a lot of back scenes, back to, you know, back to right, the tour, right. behind the tour, back on the tour, and behind the scenes, and da, 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 all that bullshit. And uh, and it was funny seeing like Megadeth and you know interact with Metallica. You know, yeah. obviously James and Dave and Lars and Dave and Dave and Kirk you know, shaking hands, hugging each other. That it was, was cool. It was like a, the last hurrah. Of it was all a those cool bands. moment. It was yeah. kind of like no, this is kind of what brought them together again. Oh, okay, okay. And then after, even though they spoke in that documentary, yeah, kind of monster in two thousand two, oh, right, right? But that was kind of like where they that helped, and then really? two thousand nine was really like the where they really rekindled their like strong okay. friendship, and they've yeah. been friends ever since again. But yeah, yeah, but but yeah, I don't think uh, Slayer has the. Uh, the, uh, the musical, oomph. yeah, 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 to yeah. keep up with Metallica. Yeah, even though Slayer is pretty much is, is retired now, they're all done, right? They're all done. Yeah, one of them died, right? I don't know. Jeff Hanneman. Yeah, I think maybe? so. Dave yeah. Lombardo's still alive. He was, okay. a, he was a great the drummer. drummer. Yeah. Kerry King and Tom Maria. Yeah, aka Susan Sedis. <laughs> but um, yeah. Okay, next track, Phantom Lord. Yeah, I would say Phantom Lord to me, in my opinion, is my least favorite track on this album. Almost sounds like a cover. But it's not. No, it's not, right? But I think this is the least favorite track for me. Is that a synth? Yeah. Did they add a synth? Yeah, yeah. That's a little synth in the... Um, 
Yeah, for some reason this is, if I had to pick one track yeah. that I would not want to listen to on a regular basis would be this. I think it's the weakest track on the album. It is the weakest right? track. Yeah. I concur. Filler. Shit, I concurred again with you. I don't want yeah, to, but I did. I know, I know. I think you have to agree with this. Yeah, so. I have to. I have no choice. Yeah. And then uh, the last three you finish off with No Remorse, Seek and Destroy, and uh, Metal Militia. We're going to go to No uh, Remorse right now. We don't want to do anything, yeah. No. I think we talked, as <laughs> much as we can talk about Phantom Lord. <laughs> no disrespect. Just, it makes it helps it helps fulfill the album, right? Like I said, in the sequence right. we talked about earlier, you mentioned. But uh, no remorse. Oh, this song, I love this song. Yeah. It's such an underrated song. No remorse, no regrets. Don't we don't care, care. what it meant. It just like flowed so good. Right, right. That's an epic flow for it this is. song. Like yeah. his lyrics, yeah. The riffs, the 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 melodies. Oh my god, the four. You know, Jesus. So James wrote all the lyrics. Lars and, and James got most of the writing okay, credits for lyrics-wise. Okay. Yeah. Arrangements was like mostly James and Mustaine. Yeah. And then obviously, like we mentioned earlier, Kirk had to rewrite some of the solos. And right. He, he kept the first four bars of each solos, I believe, and then he changed up the rest of the Would they write together? Lars and... Uh... Lars and James would kind of... Would, would, with the brunt of the writing and behind the masterminds right. behind the lyrics, and that's kind of like how they had a... Different approach to yeah. say anger. Okay. Is more of all of them got involved. Oh, okay. Which is never a good idea. No. Yeah, yeah. Just keep, if it ain't broke, yeah, exactly, don't fix it. Exactly. J- James, I know you were yeah. be- you were much better songwriter when you were fucking all fucked up. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sad. glad that you're sober. It's sad but true. No, pun intended. No, pun no, intended. Or pun intended. <laughs> which will be the name of the podcast, yeah. pun intended. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No, it certainly won't. But um, yes, I think James obviously was... It's common sense that he was a lot better when he was all fucked up in alcohol and yeah. whatever drugs he yeah. did partake in. But right. um, when he got sober, the songwriting went down the hill. Yeah. It got better with uh, Death Magnetic and, um, oh my God, drawing a blank on the album that came out in 2016. Hardwired to self destruct. Oh, hard, okay. That was a last album in 2016. I'm sorry. I can't believe I, I had a little brain fart there. Yeah. But um, yeah, actually, my brother and I saw Metallica. On the Hardwire tour in 2017 at Gillette Stadium where the Patriots play, and it was awesome. Oh, they played about two hours and 45 minutes, and it was just like. Still sounded good. Oh, amazing. How, how is James' voice? Still good. Holding up. Yeah, yeah. He, he did blow out his voice in the Black album. Yeah. But uh, the Hardwire tour was really good. They uh, incorporated a lot of new songs and a little bit more stage uh, antics and yeah. py- pyros and right. flames and shit like right. that. They did good. It was good. It was right. typical, classic, live Metallica. But uh, yeah, this song, No Remorse, is uh, a killer tune. Another one that just adds to the epitome of Kill 'Em All. Yeah. And uh, next track is uh, Seek and Destroy. And here it is, people. What a way to stop the song, Maddie. Don't you think? Awesome. Just a great like little riff. Right. And it's very just simple, like, not very fast. It catches you. Right. Like right away, you're like, you hear yeah. it, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Like, Put it up. If you're driving, yeah. it comes on the radio, whether you look at SM right. or your local radio station, right. it comes on. Boom. Volume right. all the way up. Right. Not a super fast tempo, but just a very... Uh, but the lyrics. I think right. this was the best lyrical performance on this album, I think. And definitely influenced Slayer, though. That's got like a... Uh, what was the... Uh, what's his... Whose fa- <laughs> thing? <laughs> what, what song am I thinking of? Uh Raining Blood? Yeah. Doesn't that yeah. sound like... It's a variation of that. It is yeah. a variation, yeah. yeah. So you can see influences in action here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They Because yeah. 
I mean, it's common sense. People that at least know a little bit of something about rock and right. melodies and riffs that Metallica pioneered right. thrash for sure. They're the right. thrash forefathers. Definitely. Yeah, Metal that, up your ass. Yeah. I have that t-shirt, by the way. Oh, do you? Fucking love it. One of my favorite t-shirts of all time. Is it an old t-shirt? It's old, but I never really wore it that oh, much okay. when I was a teenager. Yeah. And it's still in great condition. And it's literally an ass going... It has a toilet with a... Fu- no, a toilet <laughs> oh, with a right. fucking knife sticking out of it. Oh, that's right. And, the, yeah. and it says metal up your ass on the bottom. And the back, it has the guy getting fried from the Ride the Lightning cover. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, amazing. Yeah, I wouldn't... I would never no. get rid of that t-shirt. It still fits perfectly. Yeah. I wore it like maybe four times last summer. I can't wait to wear it more times this summer. So that was going to be the actual album artwork? It's called Met Up Your Ass. Yeah. And they had that all, yeah. Yeah, all ready to go. Yeah. And then obviously uh, Cliff's like, let's just call him, kill him all after yeah. that because he had the issues with the record <laughs> yeah. company that he yeah. was before. Typical record company yeah. bullshit. But it's fitting that Cliff came up with the Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's perfect. Title because yeah. he's the best. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was just it's, funny how they, he did that. Yeah. It's good to have like this background music because we can like. I think I yeah. I'm like kind of like I kind of find myself kind of like trying to pay attention to our podcast and talk about. It. I'm like, right. wait a minute, I really want to fucking rock out right now. Oh, you getting distracted? I really want to fucking headbang. I know. And maybe you know. I know. Getting the mosh pit a little bit right now. Like I know. A snake pit going. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. It's hard not to get a little. Amped I know. Up. With this shit, yeah. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, boy, I, let that shit flow. <laughs> no. <laughs> he just swore. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh, you want to play the last track? Yeah, so uh, f- last but not least, the final track on Kill 'em All Metal Militia. <laughs> Anytime now. <laughs> Honestly, we're, I know we, I say to this a lot in the la- our first podcast, but we are just two Matt loving. What we do, we love music. Yep. Where it's our passion, it's yep. our favorite hobby. I mean, without music, we'd be dead. Yeah, right. Probably. It's fair to say. Yeah, I think so. I I believe so. It's, think so? Like, it's yeah. my drug. It's my weapon. Yeah, drug of choice, weapon of choice. Seriously, right. All the time, right. And I'm very passionate about it. And um, doesn't cost anything. Well, like, uh, it depends. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I just feel like no hangovers. No. No. No rehab. No. Nope. No. I don't need that. No. No. Nope. No. This is my... There's no my, side this effects. This is my rehab. There's no side this effects. This is my this. Uh, right. soul. Right. This is my heart. Right. This is what I live for. Right. I love music, and I breathe it, eat it, sleep it, it's bathe it. It's always there for you. Take a bath in it. <laughs> I don't care. I fucking love it, dude. It's always there. And I'm not there. ashamed. And it's, it's always, always waiting for you. For you. It's not they, don't, they, don't, they don't break up with you. <laughs> no. doesn't hurt your they feelings. don't break your heart. doesn't break your heart. Unless there's a... Like, St. Anger broke my heart. Well, but, yeah. But as a whole, Metallica never but broke my heart. this break your heart. This no. Is, this isn't going... This isn't going yeah. nowhere. Right. This is never going to break my heart. Right. A Kill band can, but a song can't. Right. No. Right. No. I mean, some songs are sad and, and, and miserable that want to make you want to cry and your heart starts crying. Sad songs say so much. Sad songs say so much. <laughs> Turn them on. <laughs> What's that song from, uh, what was it? I can't remember his name. You might know his name from the <laughs> 80s. Probably do. I can't live if living is without you. Oh, yeah. Who was that guy? He had a, that was a classic. Doesn't, wasn't that a woman? No, it was a guy. Oh, was it? I can't live. I can't live anymore. Oh, that's uh, Eric, Eric Carmen, I think. No, that was Hungry Eyes. Oh, from fucking <laughs> Dirty Dancing, you fig. <laughs> <laughs> is that who it was? I don't think it was. No, it wasn't Eric Common. Yeah. You know, I don't oh, wanna... I know who that. Yeah, that's... Who was um... it? Come on, Maddie. 
Enlighten our listeners. That's uh, Harry Nilsson. Yes. Yes, I do know who Not that is. Not to be confused with the Nelson brothers. No, no. <laughs> the, the, the Nelson brothers. The Nelson brothers. That was actually written by uh, Badfinger. I do know that. Really? Too. Yeah. Pete Ham from Badfinger. Oh, I didn't know that. See? Kill, now this is why himself. I have you on the show. Yeah, this is deep stuff. This is yeah, why this you're, is, my, uh, yeah. you're my co-host. You know Baby Blue? You know that's I've heard my of baby. it, but not Did much you ever about see... You saw you watched Breaking Bad, right? Yeah, oh my god. The Walter last White. song the song they played at the end? Yes. That's okay. Badfinger. I, I didn't yeah, know that. That's Baby Blue. It's Baby Blue Meth. Yeah. He wrote that and Nilsson covered it. Yeah. Oh shit. That's a great song. Cool dude. Yeah. Thanks for letting me yeah. know that. I had to think about it for a second. Yeah. Well, that's fine. As long as you got I, the I had to work it out. I thought it was Eric Carmen from Yeah, I the, saw uh, the smoke coming out of your <laughs> stupid black hat you keep wearing. <laughs> no. I'm like the from the monkeys, the yeah. guy that wear the hat all the time. <laughs> I know, I don't know why. I know, it could be 100 degrees and get rid of that soon. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to get rid of it soon. It's, nah, like, it uh, yeah, good it's, it's, it's get, it looks like you're a badass, like you're in <laughs> the ghetto it? or something. Yeah, does it? Yeah. I know, I'm in hat mode lately. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, I'll, I'll get rid of it. <laughs> the, hair plug, the hair plugs are still coming in, so yeah. I get it. <laughs> Wait, you go to Just for Men or Bosley, whatever that's <laughs> yeah, called, that Bosley, bullshit yeah. stuff? They yeah. take hair out of your ass crack and they put De, it on top of your head? DiStefano. DiStefano hair restoration. They don't tell you is that they take your hair out of your ass crack and put it on top of your <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah. Oh, Transplanted ass hairs. Yeah. <laughs> on the top of your head. All right. Well, that's. Uh, well, that is Metal but, Militia, and that is will conclude the album of Kill 'Em All. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're gonna cut a little bit short, but you get a, you get the gist of it, and and uh, it's I mean honestly, Phantom Lord is the probably the weakest track on this album, but still yeah, it, it's better say. than. Any song that was on Saint Anger or Load or Reload, right? So that that tells you something. Or any other metal, yeah, album that was. I think around. it's better than most songs that Slayer ever put out. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not better than Raining Blood or Angel no, of Death they had or something the, yeah. like that. But it's um, it's fucking still fucking but killer. But they never just had much range. Everything just sounded like that with Slayer. It was all the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, dude. I feel like. Yeah. Like I said, I I like Slayer. I really do. I right. I listen to Slayer once in a while. Right. But um. They're not my cup of tea. No, and you wouldn't. You can't say the whole catalog is like varied like Metallica. No, definitely know? not. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. No, but um, yeah. I mean, so I mean, we feel like we'll do this. We'll kinda, we kind of we might try to go into like. Well, we're gonna try to recover every Metallica album. Okay, like not like every week. No, we'll do Kill 'Em All. Start off this episode too. Right. Um. Just for people who listen, and hopefully will listen in the future, um, there's something we'll be doing off and on. We'll, we'll, we'll we're not going to do Metallica. We'll do all kinds of bands and talk about our influences, and like we'll pick an album that influenced us. Like next time we can maybe do Hangar you know, 18, Hangar 18 from Megadeth. Maybe next yeah, time then we we'll go back so. to Metallica. Then yeah. Eventually, then once we start getting into like Tool, then I'll be taking over the whole podcast <laughs> completely. I won't even because I know everything about Tool. I don't even know what refreshers on that shit. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you know, I feel like. Metallica is like I said, got me into music, and then yeah. I branched out yeah. from Metallica. I think all roads lead back to Metallica for uh, for thrash, definitely. And metal, yeah, and, metal and, that, in general. I, and, and I know it's still our opinions, but I right. think a lot of people would agree with that. And, yeah, and you can't eventually. Argue I think that. it could. I, honestly, I hate. I mean, let's just be let's be fucking real. Yeah, let's for be reals. candid. It is. It's fact. Right. They are the pioneers and forefathers of thrash. Right. You know, that's why they call that's why there's a thrash category of, or genre because it's Metallica right. invented it. Right. And all roads lead back to kill them all. Yeah. Seriously. Without question. Imagine like let's just think about this for another minute. Yeah. 1983. Right. 
I was born in 1984. Yeah, so you weren't even a... And you were born in 1973. Three. So 10 I years before 10. this album. Right. Put that into perspective that this beast of an album mm. came out in 1983. Yeah. When people were still hung over from Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, <laughs> yeah. fucking Blue Oyster Cult, right. you know, Rainbow. I mean, no, was Rainbow around then? Yeah, Rainbow. Yeah. Rainbow. Yeah, I don't think um, Rainbow was that big. You know, Deep yeah. Purple. Yeah. Rush. Right. You know, obviously the Beatles. Right. In the 60s and, you know, Jimi Hendrix in the 60s. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Just so many. Yeah. And then you got this band that came out of, uh, you know, San Francisco, California. Yeah. Bay Area. The Bay Area. Yeah. And I think we mentioned in the first podcast that, the only reason why they went to Frisco is because that was the stipulation from Cliff Burton. He said, right. if you guys don't come up here, move up here, then I'm not being in the band. He didn't want to go to L.A. No, he did not no. want to go to L.A. No. He was a Frisco kid through and through. Right. That's where he loved. That's where he was from, born, right. raised. That's where his family is, was. Um, and then he's like, fuck that, dude. I'm not leaving Frisco. Well, there was more of a metal scene in... Because it was all hair bands in L.A. right at that point. So they wanted Well, to hair bands... No, I think, yeah, hair well, bands was like... Or mid- glam. 86, yeah. 87, 80. Yeah, or like early yeah. glam stuff. Like Molly yeah. Crew Rat Poison came yeah. out in like 86, 87. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there wasn't really much hair metal yet in the early 80s. No, I just mean more of a... Yeah. No, okay. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But the- <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying, my brother. That was the... It was the worst eye roll anyone's ever given me. Yeah, that's what you get for me to chooch. <laughs> but all, and I mean, in all seriousness and all, um, like getting down to the nitty gritty, Metallica is, man, they influence so many bands, yeah. right? Yeah. So many bands. Yeah. Countless. And not, not, not that I ever played in a band, but I played, like I said, I dabbled in a little bass when I was younger and right. you know, Matt plays guitar. Yeah. Like you said, all roads lead back to Metallica. Yeah. In that Definitely. sense, thrash, yeah. beginning of thrash, the inventing of thrash. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. And um, shit, I mean, still to this day, they sell out every freaking venue they play, mm. whether it's 3,000 or over 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, some huge festival in Europe, South America. Yeah. You name it. They yeah. sell out. Instantly. Instantly. Yeah. And it's still relevant today in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. If live shows ever come back, yeah. I know. No, that's yeah. a good point. I mean, yeah. I feel like live shows will come back to some capacity. Yeah, yeah. But they will. They're actually starting, but it's like, you know, 25% here, 30% wow. here. I just hope back. I just hope in the latter 2022, we can actually have 100% everywhere around the world. Just, we yeah. We can just back to normal. Right. We have to wear masks. Yeah. Which will still suck. But at least we can have a fucking show and True. go there and... and Headbang. Have that com- put up the devil horns. Communal thing right? with other people. Yeah. Just fucking get up there, Just stand gather. up on your chair, and launch up those devil horns, yeah, we're, man. we're meant to gather with people. We are. We're, That's, to... we're creatures of that. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're all creatures of certain habits, but yeah. I feel like as wholes and as human beings, individuals is more like it. Yeah. We need that to thrive. Absolutely. We need live music is such a, a way to unite people. Yeah. Music in general right. is a way to unite people. Right. And that coincides with dancing and, yeah. and, and DJing and any kind of formation of music yeah. unites people. And in such we're in such dire straits and times right now. Yeah. Whether it's the whole, you know, Black Lives Matter movement mm. and just the turmoil with the new presidency and the former yeah. presidency and just not to make it all political, but music as a whole 
unites people, yeah. brings people together. And this is why we need to get back to that sort of formation of having right. live events, right? Right. So we can have that united, unity and you nation. See people. Yeah, yeah you just see the people see together. Yeah. You, you know, just as one. Yeah. Like every time I've gone to a metal festival or a rock show, you just, yeah, there's occasional like fights because people are drunk yeah. and stupid. Yeah. But as a whole, yeah, everyone's there for the moment. To laugh, to rock out, right. to just enjoy, to be mesmerized and hypnotized yeah. by the music. Right. That adrenaline rush. Yeah. Yeah. I go to see a live show of my favorite bands or bands because that, yeah. It, well, I don't care. It costs money. I don't care what it costs. I'll go. Right. I'll go right. because it's worth every penny to me. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. It's just something we need, desperately need. We do. As a We can't as a go nation, too much longer. As a world, it. as a universe. Yeah. We have to return to that. Yeah. Yeah. And sooner than later. That, that'd be the ultimate, ultimate prize. Right. It's funny because we take all these things for granted. I know. And not knowing two years ago, we were like, this was not even in the back of our mind. No, you never. I not know. even once thought about it. Even a little more than a year ago, yeah. We were like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Conscious, dude. Like, it's you just never something we do that, on yeah. the reg. Who would, yeah. You know? I know. And it's funny. You think back, like, there was probably some concerts, like, you didn't go to because you think, eh, I don't really feel like it. Now you'd be, like, you know, grabbing whatever you can. That's a good point. I feel like going to a concert now, after being such a long time without going to events where you you can have people and, you know, have that unity and walk formation and just rock out. And I, like I said, whether it's rap, rock, you know, pop, country, Fucking whatever, opera. classical opera, whatever you're into, whatever you makes you, whatever rocks your boat or yeah. floats your boat, go yeah. support your local musicians yeah. or, or your university musicians. Anyone right. who cares, yeah. do it. Like we're all in a time of need. We all need to yeah. get back to some sort of normalcy and go to a concert and a sporting event and right. a gathering. I hate these limit these limitations on. Yeah, it's, I know it's necessary, but it's like, damn, we need it. I know we need to get back to this normalcy of just going to a concert and no virtual concerts. Yeah, no, no, I did no. that. Like I said, I yeah. saw the, I did that uh, virtual Lamb of God concert they did in September last year, and it was awesome. Yeah, like watching it, put the big screen, get a little, have a couple of drinks, watch it on the big screen, and just it was fun s- for something different. It was little, oh my god, dude, it was great. It was still yeah. great, but right. it, it wasn't the same. No, and it'll no. never be the same. No. Until we get back to that live event, going right. to your favorite show, your favorite artist, your favorite band, your favorite group. Yeah. The immediacy of it. <laughs> that's just what it's all about, dude. Like, I yeah. can go to, you know, that's what's for me. Yeah. To you. Yeah. And people like us. Yeah. That enjoy going to a concert. Well, I'm going to grab whatever opens up that first live show. That tickles your fancy? Yeah. Even if it doesn't. Even if it doesn't? No. <laughs> You gotta go see. Even if it's Uncle Taylor Crack, Swift, Uncle, Uncle Cracker. Cracker. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Uncle Cracker earlier at dinner, and it took uh, us twenty minutes to. It took us. I had to Google his dumbass to see yeah. what he looked like. I remember. No, I said to Maddie, I said, yeah. I know, I can picture what he looks like. I just can't remember his goddamn name. <laughs> I know, Uncle Cracker. Well, no one said that name in twenty years. I know probably. he's so. No one's referenced. Yeah, him there's no 20. reference to him, and he's. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. He's just. Oh, I can't even like. I just like. I every time I want to mention his name, I want to laugh now because let's it's have like, him as a guest. Yeah, <laughs> let's interview. He him. might be the one of the only I know. guests. I mean, how get. funny would that be? <laughs> He's so irrelevant. I know to what's going on in any yeah. kind of music. Yeah, 
You know? Yeah. He got he only got his fame because of Kid Rock. Oh yeah. Because they're like yeah. they're like they were born in neighboring cities in Michigan. Right. You know, and he was in the band, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, in, I think, he was DJing or something. Oh, was he? Or yeah, some, or some, yeah, of that capacity. So give him an album deal. Yeah. <laughs> so they threw an album yeah. deal at him. Yeah, yeah. He did that, that cover, right? Give me the beat yeah, yeah. Free muscle. That song. Doby Gray. Yeah, he did a good cover. He did it actually decent. Yeah, that was pretty good. But it was well, I think like, you could probably do. You, you I think I just said that. I think I just sang that little verse better yeah. than he did. I, I don't know. Did, and I'm yeah. not even a trained professional. I don't yet. think it's a hard song, but yeah. No. But hey, what what can you say? He went out and did it, so he did better than we're doing. I know. I'm sure he made some. <laughs> I'm sure he made some money off yeah. that. Uh... <laughs> but um, right. with having said all that, I want to say um, we're going to wrap it up here. I think so. I want to say uh, thank you to all that will listen and yeah. who will hopefully listen. Yeah. And I want to thank my co-host Maddie Morrill. Thank you. Thank you for another riveting yeah, conversation. I think so. I think we did it. You know, it's the second one. Like yeah. I said, we're you know we're taking like I want to just reiterate to like we talked about in the first episode that anything if when people want to listen to us, we we appreciate it. We we look forward to your criticisms, your critiques, your you know your suggestions. We still confer a name for our podcast. Yeah. We just threw up scrap metal for the first one because. That was something that came about from Miss, Mrs. Morrill. Yes. Thank you, Miss Sandra Morrill, for a temporary name. Um, but uh, we're looking for a name still. Yeah. And uh, like I said, any suggestions or any comments, critiques, throw them our way. We're looking for any sort of thing. We're we don't soliciting care. for a we name. We welcome yeah. it all. We people. do. Yeah. With having said that, Matthew, yep. thank you very much. Thank and you, And look Matt. forward to you this Saturday for episode three. Yep. Good night, my fellow Definitely. people. We love you. Take care. Good night. We'll see you soon. Be safe. Bye.